from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks. Welcome back to The Joy of Booking. My name is DC Matthews, <clears throat> at the DC Matthews. Oh. <sighs> I don't feel great. I'm not sick or anything, but I haven't been sleeping well the last few nights, and I just feel off. But it's Tuesday, and uh, I have promised you an episode of The Joy of Booking, so I'm going to see if The Joy of Booking kind of pulls me out of this uh, headspace that I'm in. Um So today's episode, we are taking care of the final four pages of this quest that we have been on, uh, low these last few episodes of doing the double losers bracket, and then doing round two of the tournament proper. So it should be a very exciting time. I'm trying to figure out exactly uh, what it is, because I knew I should record this yesterday, and I didn't. I wasn't feeling it then, and I assumed I'd feel like it later. Um, Could it be that uh, I've already recorded the episode after this? Uh, I went on vacation, went up to the great North Woods, as I am wont to do. And while I was there, I didn't bring any recording equipment with me, but I figured out what I wanted to do with the Triple Losers bracket and some of those other teams. And that idea was so exciting to me that I came home and recorded that episode. So full disclosure, I've already done the double losers bracket uh, for these last four pages. I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember what I did, if that makes you feel any better. But uh, so I think maybe that's part of it. And and I've just been distracted with other things, real life things. I'm back into video games. Uh, I've got other joy of booking projects that I'm working on. So I'm a little just all over the place. But so give me a minute. I'm going to center myself. And we're going to do this episode. So 29 to 32, we're going to give these teams on these pages, uh, the respect that they deserve. And I have a hot tag. I, I hope I remember what it's for. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. I do remember what it's for. Uh, all right. I actually should do just, you know, just taking that minute and kind of looking through some of the names of the teams we have here. Uh, I'm starting to feel the excitement. <clears throat> starting to feel a little better. I'm grooving in my chair a little bit, if I'm being completely honest with you. All right. This is fun. Let's do this. Page 29. Uh, the double losers bracket, as I said, I, I've done that already. I don't think you care as much about that part, so I didn't think you'd mind. Uh, The Decade versus the Bromans. Uh, I couldn't remember who the Decade was. Any team that I can tell is a Ring of Honor team from the 2000s, I assume had B.J. Whitmer in it. I feel like he was in like 52 stables between the years of 2006 and 2009. Uh, Bromans was Jesse Goddard and Robbie E., I believe, from TNA. I'm not familiar with either of those teams, but I know the names of the people in the Bromans, so they advanced. Uh, 
and then it's Ishii and Goto versus Prophecy. I'm pretty sure Daniels is part of the Prophecy, but I can't tell you who his tag team partner is. Um, and you know what? I like both Ishii and Goto, so I gave them the win. Decade and the Prophecy are in the triple losers bracket. You'll find out what we're doing with that on the next episode. It is a lot of fun, I think. Uh, <clears throat> the double losers bracket, what I have done with that is I have made a spreadsheet with those 64 teams because there's two losers, two double losers winners per page. Um, and we'll do a little mini tournament with them, mini 64 people. We'll do a tournament with them uh, at a later time. All right. Page 29, the tournament proper, second round matchups. These I have not done. These are legit reactions to the first time we're hearing the matchups. All right, let's get to it. First up, page 29, Tully and Arn versus the Killer Elite Squad. I'm very happy for Davey Boy Smith Jr. or whatever name he's going to go by. Back in the WWE, it's very good for him. However, this is an easy one. Tully and Arn coast through. <clears throat> Killer Elite Squad will take on the West Texas Rednecks. Let me actually pull the microphone closer to my mouth. Uh, yes, that's easy. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus FSU. Tough. Um, <clears throat> I know that uh, Glenn, who we're going to hear from in a bit, he's weighed in on one of these, uh, is a fan of FSU, but I am not familiar with them. Um, however, Alistair Black and Ricochet was kind of one of those weird teams where, you know, they were a team of convenience, and yeah, it may have worked a little bit, but it was short-lived. So I will go ahead and give the win to Eddie Dennis and Mark Andrews. No, I did not have to look that up. How dare you accuse me of that? I'm insulted. Uh, <clears throat> Black and Ricochet into the constellations where they will be taking on uh, Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. All right. Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck versus the original Midnight Express. Now, Jeremy weighed in only to say that he was very busy. He went to SmackDown recently. Um, he was very busy, and he trusted me to do the right thing. And I appreciate that trust. That means a lot to me that someone like Jeremy, a wrestling aficionado, someone who has watched more wrestling than most people, uh, who's forgotten more about wrestling than some of us may ever know, uh, trusts me with that decision. So he must trust my rules. And so, of course, seen beats not seen. So I'll go ahead and give the win uh, to Cactus Jack. And Mikey Whipwreck, because I've seen that team, and I don't think I ever watched the original Midnight Express. So the original Midnight Express will take on uh, the Truth Commission in the Constellations. <clears throat> do, you, do you think Jeremy wanted me to go another way? Well, he should have made the time for a hot tag. I understand that life is busy. He's got kids. He's got kids who have birthdays. Happy birthday to... Uh, uh, progeny of Jeremy, by the way. He's got, you know, he's going to SmackDown. He's doing all these things. 
I'm not asking for much. Give me, give me 90 seconds. You know, I don't need a researched thing. Go off the cuff. Give me 90 seconds as to why you thought the original Midnight Express would win. Because now they didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm healing it out, but I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I will, I will, however, make the right choice with this next one. Uh, the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, taking on the miracle violence connection of Terry Gordy and Steve Williams. Obviously, that goes to the miracle violence connection. I mean, come on. That team's amazing. Uh, so. Tully and Arn versus FSU, and then Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck versus the Miracle Violence Connection. Poor Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey, run. Mikey, run. Run away. Uh, the North, so I don't forget, will take on the New Rockers. It would be a hilarious matchup. All right, page 30. Um, I gave the win to uh, Buddy Rose and Doug Summers over Age of the Fall. I know that Tyler Black is part of that, a.k.a. Seth Rollins. But I actually liked what I saw from Buddy Rose and Doug Summers. And I think, did they add new AW? Not new, of course. But I saw, I follow some, I think it's a WWE Network bot. Anytime wrestling is added onto Peacock. There's this Twitter account that tells you what's been added, and I saw some AWA. Maybe it's something that was there before, or maybe we're finally getting some quote-unquote new archived content. Uh, so I gave the win to Rose and Summers, and I think this match would be a lot of fun. Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater uh, versus The Butcher and the Blade, and that's just a case of I haven't seen Butcher and Blade as a tag team. So I gave the win to Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater. All right. Uh, main, main page, main bracket, second round. Edge and Christian versus the London Riots. Uh, obviously, the win's got to go to Edge and Christian. They're number one seeds for a reason. The London Riots. Uh-oh, my pen running out of ink. In my, oh, nope, there it is. I wouldn't be worried at that point because I brought from uh, school a bunch of purple pens. I've got at least four or five Within reaching distance. Uh, London Riots versus Boss Man and Shamrock. Uh, Show versus the late 90s DX. Now, this is a tricky one. <clears throat> when I type this up, I send these to uh, my inner circle, Glenn and Brandon Banks and Jeremy. If he still talks to me after giving the win to Cactus and Mikey. Um you know, I typed this up, and I, that was an interesting one because <clears throat> while – sorry, it's stuff in my throat. I have some water, but it uh, doesn't seem to be doing the trick. I probably shouldn't have eaten a handful of dark chocolate chips right before podcasting. That was probably not my smartest choice. Uh, late 90s DX, not necessarily a tag team, which I think is the only thing that may give Jericho a shot of winning this. Uh, because DX, obviously one of the great stables. DX, obviously a fantastic, um, you know, historical context being what it is. That's probably what's going to give them the win here. But uh, not a tag team. You know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels probably had a couple tag team matches, but it wasn't really their thing. That was more of a 2000s thing for them. Uh, whereas Jarrah's show was a legitimate tag team. Uh Granted, during my lost year, so I don't know how long they were around as a tag team. Uh, but historical context being what it is, let's give the win to DX. They'll take on Edge and Christian, what would be hilarious. Jericho, 
will take on Gallus in the Consolation second round, which would be very interesting. Uh, the team of Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham, which is a tag team I probably would like a lot, uh, taking on late era Steiner brothers. We're talking Big Papa Pump and the DFG, not a rolled doll book, the Dogface Gremlin. They decided to abbreviate it and went with DFG. Uh, I'll give the win to the Steiners. Not only do they have a tag team name, but just even in that late era, they're not as good as they once were, but they're probably better than those two smaller guys. I think size counts there. Uh, Lethal and Gresham will take on Awesome Truth, which would be, I think, another interesting match. And finally, uh, ooh, this is a tough one. Rhythm and Blues, Greg Valentine, when he dyed his hair black and did an Elvis impersonation. And the Honky Tonk Man, of course. Uh, versus the Motor City Machine Guns. It's actually not that tough. Uh, Rhythm and Blues, kind of hilarious. But Motor City Machine Guns, probably one of the most underrated tag teams of the last 10, 15 years. Maybe I can say that. That sounds right. Uh, so they will win. Uh, they'll take on the Steiners. Now, I did say that the size is what got them over Lethal and Gresham. We'll see if that were to happen against uh, Saban and Shelley. Rhythm and Blues. Oh, I'd pay money for this match. Rhythm and Blues versus the Spirit Squad. I would pay cash money to watch that match. Page 31. Halfway home. Um, I gave the win to Benoit and Angle over Forever Hooligans. I believe that's Rocky Romero and Ricky Reyes. Uh you know, the issue with Benoit is you, you, he is clearly falls in the bad guy category. I've talked about that a bunch on these airwaves. Um, however, in this matchup, I think we can give him the win. When he gets up against any team that could possibly be competition, the bad guy rule will take effect. Um, but they'll win over Forever Hooligans. And then a fantastic match here, uh, Cody and Adam Page versus Ric Flair and Roddy Piper. Remember when they were a tag team? They may have been, been tag team champions briefly in like 06, 07. Uh, I'll give the win to the younger guys, uh, Cody and Paige, uh, but that match would be interesting to watch. All right. Outsiders versus Aussie Open. Apologies to Glenn, your UK teams that you did so many wonderful hot tags to get into the second round are just going up against some awesome teams. So the Outsiders win there. Aussie Open will take on, oh, Cody Rhodes had two appearances on here. Uh, Gold Dust and Stardust. Interesting. And speaking of Glenn, let's get to our first and only hot tag of the day. Glenn, what are your thoughts on the matchup of British Invasion versus the Bushwhackers? Doug Williams, great technical wrestler and Magnus soon to be the real world champion against a team that in another carnation were one of the most violent teams in the world but were turned into face licking buffoons by the WWF there can only be one team to win this match and it's the British Invasion ignoring the fact that as a kid I quite liked those face licking buffoons uh, I can't argue with Glenn's logic as, I, as is often the case so we'll give the win to the British Invasion. Uh, they will be taking on the Outsiders. The Bushwhackers will be taking on 
the earliest editions of Harlem Heat. We're talking Kane and Cole levels of Harlem Heat. Interesting matchup here. DIY versus Air Boom, Evan Bourne and Kofi Kingston. Uh, Kofi Kingston is a Hall of Famer without question. Evan Bourne, fantastic cruiserweight. Again, probably an underrated talent since he hasn't been around in a while. Uh, But I think DIY between the actual tag team and then the story of their breakup, perhaps in the running for best NXT tag team of all time. Interesting. Let's send that out on Twitter right now. Uh, Let's send that out. Hold on. As I record today's joy of booking. Yeah, it's late. Sorry. A question comes to mind. Who is the greatest NXT tag team of all time? You know, yes, you can make the case for the revival. You could make the case for, uh, what was their name? The Ascension actually might be the right answer. Uh, but DIY, pretty good. So they're going to be Air Boom. Air Boom will take on Jericho and Christian. That would be, again, an excellent match. Our final matchup here, uh, RVD and Sabu versus the team of Bachwinkle and Stevens. So let me give you a sneak preview of what's coming up. Um, when I do the triple losers bracket, I didn't feel comfortable putting some of the teams in that bracket, either teams I hadn't seen and wasn't familiar with, or some of those older teams that are before my time and really kind of before the time of the pay-per-view era, which is usually how I organize these sorts of tournaments. Um, it's a good benchmark for when I start recording names and things. Uh, so those went into a different category, into something that I had a very fun time doing. Um, and Bachwinkle and Stevens kind of fall into that category. Regardless of when they were a tag team, I feel like I just am not well familiar with them. So because of that, I have to give the win to RVD and Sabu. They'll take on DIY and, again, fantastic matchup. Bachwinkle and Stevens... Uh, have no fear. They will take on the Mean Street Posse in the next round. All right. This might be a shorter episode, maybe because I did the double losers brackets already, or maybe just because I hope that, you know, I'm feeling better. I am feeling way better. Podcasting is a great way for me to kind of get out of a funk, um, which is just how I had been just from the lack of sleep. Uh, but you know, we only got one page to go, so this might be a shorter episode. Apologies, apologies. Uh, I know how much you enjoy them. All right, page 32. Double losers bracket. Uh, this one was tough. The Insane Clown Posse versus TJP and Falabal. Uh, I don't like TJP. I understand he's having success in TNA, and good for him. Impact, whatever. Good for him. Uh, that Iron Man match with Josh Alexander was apparently one of the better matches of 2021. Good for him. Um, I gave him the win over ICP because ICP, you know, never really wrestlers in my mind. I know that's not true, but in my mind, they were rappers who happened to become wrestlers briefly. Uh, And then the Harris brothers, DOA, Disciples of Apocalypse, uh, so Skull and 8-Ball, really, uh, taking on Okada and Osprey. Uh, 
this came down to, unfortunately, for you New Japan fans, uh, this came down to scene versus not actually all my rules, named versus no named. Maybe they were in the same stable, but that really doesn't count. So the Harris brothers, DOA, Scullis and Eight Ball, uh, I gave them the advantage there. Seen versus not seen, I gave them the advantage there. I'm sure there is historical context to consider. Um, you know, and I could name them all. So I gave the win to the Harris brothers. Again, apologies, apologies. If you're a big Okada and Osprey fan, you'll have to have your own tournament to give them some justice. Uh, but I gave the win to the Harris boys. I did, however, not put Okada and Osprey in the tri- in the actual triple losers bracket. When we figure out who the the bottom team would be, I don't want to call them the worst team, but of the 512 teams, when we figure out who the 512th team was, and I already know who that is, and I'm not telling you, uh, it will not be Okada and Osprey. All right, beer money versus the Sumerian Death Squad. Apologies to Tommy End, but beer money gets the win. Sumerian Death Squad will take on the Super Destroyers, a.k.a. the Irwin Brothers, in the Constellation next round. Uh, and In a matchup, everybody in the inner circle said they wanted to pay money to see the MLW Von Erichs, so the Junior Von Erichs, taking on Imperium. I am sure if I ever go back into MLW and finish up that quest, it's on my list with all sorts of other things to watch. Uh I would enjoy them, but seen versus not seen, and I really like Imperium, so I'm giving them the win. Von Eriks will take on the Bolsheviks in the Constellation next round. Uh, the Basham brothers versus Makabe and Yano. Uh, I remember a PWI magazine, it might even be down here under this desk where I'm recording, are two magazine holders with PWI magazines from my collection as a kid. Maybe in one of them is a picture of Doug Basham when he was the machine and he had like the leather hood, which creeped me out as a kid, but it made me know who that guy was. Um, But the Basham brothers didn't do much for me from what I remember. Yes, they were with uh, JBL, which was great, but I will give the win to Makabe and Yano solely because I like Yano. Basham Brothers will take on the Masters of the Powerbomb, Sid and Vader. And then we have Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus The Miz and Mizdow. Remember, Miz and Mizdow won that uh, last chance triple threat. And they're going to beat Gable and Benjamin. It occurs to me that Alpha Academy, not that I've seen them in as a tag team yet, they're not in here. They they formed a team a little late. Uh, But so Miz and Mizdow will take on Makabe and Yano, which means that Gable and Benjamin will take on uh, the Brain Busters. I did delineate between Tully and Arn in the NWA and Tully and Arn in the WWF. So the Brain Busters did not get the number one seed, and they lost to the Sumerian Death Squad thanks to a hot tag. Uh, But they will take on Gable and Benjamin. And again, that would probably be an excellent, excellent match. All right. I think I can kind of plot out the next course of action. On the next episode, you're going to hear a 16-team bracket uh, that will determine the the bottom 16. So from 512 to 497, I think, if my math is right, which it probably isn't. Uh, 
Uh, and then, I don't want to spoil it, but I have a group of uh, 80 wrestlers, 40 teams, and we're going to do something special with them uh, to try to determine um, something out of the group of teams that didn't win a lot, but I also don't know a ton about. And so that will be fun. Uh, and then what we'll do from there is I said this at the beginning. I have 64 teams that are the double losers. I don't see really any way for them to get back into things. Um, I'm not sure that there's a way for that to happen. So I think what we're going to have to do is draw a line. So these next 64 teams, going back to page one, we've got my boys, the B team, Styles and Tomko, uh, Bushi and Shingo. Now I'm just flipping around, giving you random names, honestly, to try to just kill some time here. The Mexicools, Rock and Roll RPMs, the Spanish Announce team, Santino and Vladimir Kozlov. Teams of that ilk will do a tournament for them um, to figure out the next group of 64 from the bottom. Uh, we'll try to get that done in a shorter number of episodes. I don't want to devote four or five episodes to that. We'll try to get it done in maybe two. And then we'll get into some consolations. And, you know, we got other stuff to do. Other stuff to do. So I want to thank you because... Giving me this opportunity to record really did sort of change the mood. I was battling some technical issues in terms of, you know, my computer's not very good. So, um, you know, I didn't restart before podcasting. I have to do that every single time in order for the audio to work. So, but I, I was, I was, I won't say I was at a low place, but I was at a low energy place uh, for sure. And I'm feeling much better about myself and the world and the day. So it's 8 a.m. on the dot right now. I'm going to finish this up, and I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to post this, so you'll get it a couple hours late. Apologies, apologies. Uh, but I hope you have a fantastic day. Whenever you're choosing to listen to this, have a fantastic day. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, thanks for allowing me to be filled with joy with you. And I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.